You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the What Now Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now Podcast. 
name is Clifton Petty John, but for the sake of this podcast, you can just call me Cliff. And I want you to understand why we have this podcast. During this podcast, we have conversations about effectively facing or effectively dealing with uh, some of life's most difficult situations, all right? And we all had difficult situations or difficult times or tough times. I call them defining moments. I use the word difficult for the sake of this podcast. But when we face those things, I like to face those things by saying those are our growth moments. Those are the times where at a crossroads where whatever it is that we decide to do is going to affect the paradigm um, of where we're going or the trajectory of where we're going. I'm sorry. It can cause a paradigm shift that will shift the trajectory of where we're going. But I want to stop and thank each and every one of you for listening, not just on tonight, but all the episodes. I see the numbers, guys, and I'm grateful. And I want you just to continue to listen. If it's blessing you, you know, let us know it's blessing you. Leave us some feedback. Share the podcast. Share it, share it, share it with all that you feel need to hear. All right? So tonight's podcast is very important. This topic is very, 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 yeah, I know I'm a little extra sometimes, but that's just me. But this is very important to me. And I titled it, Why Do You Do What You Do When You Do What You Do? But the real... um I guess the focal point of the of this conversation has to do with purpose or has to do with why we actually do some of the things that we do. Because in order for us to be effective in what we're doing, we have to know why we are doing it. I always tell everybody uh, to check your motives behind everything that you do because sometimes you can be doing a good thing, but it isn't a God thing. You could be doing a great thing, but is it connected with your purpose? You may only be doing it because you feel obligated to do it. And I'm going to tell you something about me. I spent my 20s and, you know, my teenage years doing things that I felt obligated to do. Many times my heart was not in a lot of the things that I did. Does that make me a bad person? No, I was just a person that didn't know how to connect with itself and didn't know how to communicate how he was feeling because he didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings, okay? But I came to a crossroad in life where I realized that now there's some things that I need to do for me, for me. And guess what, guys? That's okay. You know why that's okay? Because there's no need to keep running your body racket and running wearing your body out and wearing your mind out and wearing your spirit out, just doing things to be busy or doing things that makes everybody else happy, but yet you're neglecting yourself. And even in doing all of that, you're going to have to ask yourself, why is it that you can uh, exasperate all your strength on everybody else, and then when it comes to you, there's nothing left? And you continue to have these talks with yourself. If you're anything like me, you have these talks with yourself where you promise you, you promise God that today is going to be the day 
that you make God's will for your life a priority. Today is going to be the day that you make your emotional, your physical, your spiritual, your psychological, your financial health a priority. But then you find yourself hitting right back down the same road once again. Perhaps that's not you. Perhaps you are a person that has never struggled in that area, but you have you have struggles in other areas that continue to cause you to put your purpose on the back burner. Maybe you spend the day beating yourself up and telling yourself how stupid you are and how dumb you are and how you keep making dumb decisions and you'll never grow beyond this. And Y'all know how we have done sometimes. Come on, let's be real about it. This is a place where you can be free to be whoever you are. You can pull off the title. You can pull off the facade. Strip yourself down to who you are. If you struggle in that area, and we all have from time to time, you know, embrace the reality of it. Own it, own it, own it. I cannot express anymore how much it is important to own the things that are going on in our lives. I hear people tell people all the time, don't you claim that. Somebody can say, oh, my chest is hurting. Uh Uh-uh. The devil is a liar. Don't you claim that. If my chest is hurting, I am acknowledging that my chest is hurting. If I'm diagnosed with something, I'm acknowledging that I am diagnosed with it because in order for me to, to seek healing or deliverance or wholeness or whatever it is that I need, I must identify that there is a need for it. So if we are going to examine our whys in our life, we must identify the fact that we have need for examination of our whys. And we're coming up on a new year, and y'all know it's 2020, the year of perfect vision. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm cutting everybody off. I'm cutting, and keep in mind, we cut everybody off in 2019, 2018, 2017, 1999. With all the cutting that we did, it ought to have helped us realize that maybe some of the cutting that we need to do is internally. And I'm not telling you to beat yourself up, but I want to talk to that side of you that keeps fighting the purpose and design that's in your life. Why do you keep fighting the purpose and design that's in your life? Why do you believe that you cannot do this? Why do you believe that it's crazy? Well, it needs to be crazy. That's the one thing about it. Praise God that your dream is crazy. Praise God that your vision is crazy. Praise God that your imagination is crazy. Praise God that your creativity is crazy. Praise God that your speech is crazy. Why? Because when it becomes crazy and it becomes physically impossible, that's when you know you're on the right road as it relates to vision. But why? Why, 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 why? Do you ever pause to examine your why? Because our why must be connected to our ultimate purpose. It must be. It must be. And what is our ultimate purpose? I'm so glad you asked. And I always laugh uh, when I do these, um, well, not this, but I do workshops or seminars or webinars, and I ask this question, uh, what do you believe your purpose in life is? Why were you created? And I always have someone that comes up and they say, well, I was created to worship and praise God. And they get all excited about, you know, that little churchy feel. And I'm with it. I'm with it. I believe that everything that we do, why? Because the Bible says that everything that has breath 
praise ye the Lord. Now, it's not just talking about a lifting of the hand or a waving of the hand or speaking in tongues or screaming out hallelujah, praise God. It's not just talking about those things, and we should do those things. I never will a rock cry out in my name, all right? We ought to do those things, but guess what? There are some things about our DNA, about our makeup, about our creation that can praise and glorify God. How is that? When we take time and we deal with those internal issues that keep that keep us set or set that uh, <laughs> keep us at bay as it relates to our purpose, keep us at keeps us at bay from doing what we were called and created to do. When we deal with those things and then begin to exercise in our gifts, talents, and abilities, man, that is the highest praise. Now I know it's, we've been taught Hallelujah is the highest praise. However, I personally believe that the highest praise that we can give God is the sacrifice of ourselves and to to his purpose and to his desire. That's just personally what I believe. All right? Now, some of you might say, but you're talking about why. And I'm still talking about why. Why won't you fulfill your purpose? Why do you fulfill your purpose? Why? Why do you think like you do? Have you ever taken the time to wonder why you think like you do, why you look the way you do, why you sound the way you do. Y'all, I used to, I'm telling you, I used to hate my voice. Me sitting here and recording this, honestly, y'all, is a miracle because I hated my voice. Now, other people always gave me compliments on my voice. You know, I've had males and females give me compliments on my voice about the the authority behind it, the power, the conviction behind it. And then there's some other things that they say concerning my voice. But I've always hated my voice. But then I had to look internally and and begin to seek and say, well, why did God give me this voice? He gave me this voice so that his message could come clearly through a voice that would grab and hold people's attention. And sometimes my problem has been I haven't allowed the voice to be established within me to hold the attention of myself as it relates to my purpose. Therefore, I struggle with my ability to convey a message in a manner that would grab and hold your attention. Why? Because that was some inner struggles that I had going on there. And I still fight those struggles sometimes today. But then I would ask, why? In all that you're going through, why do you continue on? And my answer has to be, I continue on, and I believe some of your answer is, because of the pull and the cry for purpose. And if you're not continuing on because of the pull or the cry for purpose, then you have to recenter yourself with everything that you're doing. I just got off a webinar, guys, because um, you guys may know I am a um, I'm a certified life purpose coach, and I also go by the title of transformation coach. Anybody knows me, I'm big on transformation, hence the Transformation Center, and hence my book, From Stagnation and Transformation, www.clickthepettytown.com. You'll get information about the book and information about the Transformation Center. But all coaches need a coach, and sometimes coaching doesn't come from 
you just sitting down and having a session. I was a part of a webinar by a great gentleman. He's going to be a guest on Transformation Radio on the 30th of this month, uh, Mr. Evan Brown, okay? And he was talking about purpose, and he said so many things that were so powerful as it related, you know, to purpose. And, you know, he started hitting on the, uh, you know, what exactly we were created to do, you know, why we were created, and all of those great things. And it caused me to center myself and ask myself once again, why am I doing some of the things that I do? And am I only doing some of the things because they are distractions, or they're distracting me away from doing that which I need to be doing to fulfill my purpose? So my question to you tonight, why do you do some of the things that you do on an everyday basis? Are those things connected to your distraction or are they connected to your purpose? Just something to think about. Be blessed. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that, yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there, purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.